Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Tuscaloosa Sports Podcast. Today, we're talking about everyone's favorite thing, and that is the transfer portal and NIL. Every coach is basically coming after each other right now. Uh, the main three people we're going to talk about, Jimbo Fisher, Nick Saban, and Lane Kiffin. So this whole story started with Lane Kiffin coming out and saying, hey, A&M just bought like a $300 million, you know, class. Uh, excuse me, not $300 million, $30 million. And a lot of people thought Kiffin was joking. I don't think Kiffin was joking. He, I think a lot of people actually believe A&M spent $30 million in the recruiting class with, you know, NIL donors. And so Jimbo Fisher kind of had a rebuttal. I'll let you all listen to it right now. We'll get you out of here on this one, Coach. Everyone in our line of work has got an opinion about Transfer Portal, but they've also got an opinion about NIL. But you're there on the ground, and so you deal with it directly. How big an impact has it had on the sport? Where do you like it heading, and what do you think about where it's headed? And how did it impact the way that you guys are now going about things at Texas A&M? It didn't affect recruiting at all. And our NIL, and I'll say this, and I'm going to address it in my press conference, this $30 million deal is a joke. This thing that there's some fund out there and all these things that went on, and it was written on Bro Bible by a guy named Slice Bread, and all of a sudden the country believes it, is a joke. So it didn't affect recruiting at all. And you can, and I, and I will address the rest of it. And the people who want to, as I say, make comments on it have no idea what's going on. It's insulting to the players who came. We'll get you out of here on this one. The players who came here and the people around us. The transfer portal was a factor. And it's funny, all the guys who are complaining about this use the portal and all these things more than anybody else. All the in our league are griping across the country. It's amazing what goes on. But it is a factor. I think it affects high school kids. I think the portal is affecting junior college kids. And I think it's affecting high school kids. Guys that are signed because guys are taking others, guys that are in college and things. But listen, it's rules are there. I don't know where it's going to go. We're in the first year of it. It's going to be interesting where things go. But it, yeah, obviously, it's here to stay. The players who came here and the people around us. The transfer portal was a factor. And it's funny, all the guys who are complaining about this use the portal of it. What is the biggest misconception out there relative to what actually is going on? No funds are all these things that people were talking about. And, and the high school kids, for sure. Players and, and your team, they do get those things. We, we were very, we weren't. So we were one of the low ones. We, I mean, if I remember right, it was Nick who brought up his quarterback got a million dollar deal. I mean, and that was that was great. Ohio State put out an article that they had the highest NIL deals with anybody in the country, which is legal. It's all legal. It's fine. But that had nothing to do with this class or anything else in, in which it went on. This was hard work by our staff. And I say, it's insulting to the kids who come here that you insinuate that. And people insinuate that off a, that things were taken off a message board. Pro Bible by a guy named Slice Bread, whoever the heck of it. What is the okay, okay, that's that's enough. So basically, if to sum up what he said, he kind of came after Nick Saban because, you know, he Nick Saban was basically saying, you know, they're benefiting so much off the NIL and transfer portal, and then Fisher's kind of calling him hypocrite for saying that while his team is benefiting the most from the transfer portal, you know, they got three of the top ten players out of the transfer portal, and their quarterback is also making a million dollars before the season even started. So Fisher feels like Saban's kind of being a little bit of a hypocrite. I disagree with that strongly. Uh, Nick Saban warned us about the transfer portal. He basically said this would happen. The The gap between you know the little colleges and the big colleges will get bigger. Uh, Alabama will dominate the transfer portal. Saban told us that. And so now that it's happening, people like Fisher are complaining. And he just really doesn't understand that like the transfer portal wasn't really the best thing for college football. And he's going off a bit on a big rant about this. He's being really defensive. It's kind of, it's kind of, it's kind of funny how defensive he got. Like he was raising his voice a lot on that, in that little memo, or not a memo, but anyway.
that's enough talk. Actually, no, I'm, that's, that's not enough talk about it. Lincoln Riley also came out and said the transfer portal needed to have a little bit of uh, a little bit of regulations. He says that after he pretty much just built his whole, whole roster at USC based off of transfers from Oklahoma. So a lot of people on social media has been flaming him for being a massive hypocrite. You can't, really can't defend Kiffin. I mean, uh, excuse me, you can't defend Lincoln Riley on this. You know, he's saying transfer portal bad when he's getting all his trans. Uh, uh, he's building his whole roster on the transfer portal from his former team in Oklahoma. So he looked like a big hypocrite today. Everyone's going after each other. It's really entertaining, to be honest. Uh, it, it was enough to make the first five minutes on this podcast, so I appreciate that. Uh, anyway, today is actually National Signing Day. Uh, if this was five years ago, you would probably be, you know, being like, dang, I'd, you'd probably be watching TV right now uh, on National Signing Day. But instead, you know, it's kind of been ruined with the early signing day. I didn't even know today was signing day. But Alabama did land a three-star 2022 tight end, Danny Lewis. Uh, he is a little underrated on the on the 247 sports, you know, player rankings. But if Alabama's taking him, he's really good. So that's exciting. Uh, but that, that was, it was, otherwise it was a pretty silent uh, national signing day for Alabama. And it was a pretty, pretty silent day across the country for national signing day. Uh, okay, for this final segment, we're just going to talk about the Auburn loss. I really don't want to talk about this, but it has to be done. The reason why we lost is because about like a little over 60% of our points came from Jaden Shackelford and Javon Quinterly. We can't have more than 60% of our points coming from two players. That's a recipe for disaster. We need more scoring and we need to be more balanced. And... If we're not going to be more balanced, then we're just not going to be a good team. Now, I'm not going to get mad at our guys for losing on the road against the number one team. I'm not getting mad at them about that at all. But I am a little disappointed that only two guys can prove that they can score on a consistent basis. And even Quinterly isn't really consistent with his scoring. Only Shackelford, you know, Shackelford scores like 15 points a night. Only he's been consistent with it. Um, So... In March, what if, what if Quinterly and Shackford go in a slump? Like, what are we going to do from there? We're just going to lose? That's basically what's going to happen. If our two best players don't show up, we lose. Because no one else can make a shot themselves. I was uh, a little happy with the, the performance Bidiaco put up. He did really bad in the first half, but he kind of stood his own ground in the second half. Uh, we almost came back there because of his second half performance, defensively in particular. So I, I'm proud of our guys for... You know, we were down like 18 points in the first half. We cut it down to three points. Uh, we just couldn't really finish it, uh, unfortunately. And Auburn got back on a big run. Uh, we have Kentucky next. I predicted us to lose the Auburn game. I'm going to predict us to beat Kentucky. Uh, we usually do beat Kentucky at home. That's been a trend that's been going on for quite a while now. Alabama usually beats Kentucky at home. Uh, it's usually always a sellout crowd. So if you're in Tuscaloosa that weekend, make sure you go to the game. It's going to be an insane atmosphere. Uh, I do think we'll win. Uh, I just want our guys to be a little more balanced with how they play. You know, can't rely on only two players, as I said again. All right, well, that'll wrap wrap it up for today's podcast. I think today was a really fun podcast. Uh, I'm going to start trying to get other people on this, like other other humans, obviously, Uh, like calling them. 
because I can only get like eight minutes by myself without running out of things to talk about. So if I get someone else, hypothetically, that just doubles the time and uh, we get about 16 minutes and that's actually a good podcast. Well, anyway, uh, if you have any questions you want us to answer in the podcast, we will. And that'll be it for today. Roll Tide.